Business Geeks to the Business Geeks podcast. We're getting started just a few minutes late here, and we're down one business geek for this week, but that's okay. We still have Samantha Riley from SamanthaRiley.global in the house. I'm Super Joe Pardo from SuperJoePardo.com. It's going to be a great show because we have uh, quite a few topics to go through, a couple of questions, and there was a topic that I meant to, I was out to eat with my daughter after she got her her, uh, COVID-19 vaccination shot. And I, I was like, oh, I need to remember this. And I don't remember what it is. It slipped my mind. So we'll see if I can get to, if I can remember Let's before see we're if done that here. Comes back. <laughs> we will see <laughs> what happens. What's up, Brian Little? How are you doing? Dave King, happy new year <laughs> to all of you. Samantha Riley, happy new year to you where it's already yes. New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve here. I can't believe this year. There was some times where I thought it was going on forever, but really, if I reflect, it's gone so quickly. It has gone so quickly for me. I don't know about you. Hey, John. Hey, John. Good to see you. Good to see you, Brian and Dave. You know, this year, well, we'll get to that in a second. First, I want to put out the question. What is your 2022 goals New Year's revol- resol- revolution? Resolution. <laughs> hopefully not well, revolution. We could, we could make a revolution. Oh, I don't know. No, 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 there has been, and I think this is really important for for me. And I don't know if it's if it, you know you've had this experience, Joe. So I'd love to hear your take on it. But there's been so much ugh, angst and challenges and crazy things happening in the past couple of years. But at the same time, there's been so many great things that have happened. And I think that for Leon and I, we've been really conscious about you know, noticing those good things that are happening, thanking, you know, the universe, that's, you know, that's the way we are, thanking the universe for these things and having gratitude for being here, having a roof over our head, being healthy, because if we don't focus on those positive things, you know, those negative things can really, really take over, right? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to 2022. You know, this year, it was Christmas Day, and I was going through my my text messages to, like, text all the people's Merry Christmas and, and all that. And, God, there was so many text messages that I, like, apparently missed. And I know, like, I, I remember when I got these text messages, and it was from February. From February. Oh, and I'm like, I, like, it was still fresh in my mind. Like, I looked at this, and I was like, oh, yeah, I meant to get back. That's one thing I would like to see I in 2022. <laughs> unread your your text messages. We have a free email to unread an email. I want to be able to unread a text message so I can put the notification back in there so I know to come back to it because it just slips away too quickly. And yeah, this year, I like in the moment, I think it didn't feel like it went by that fast. Reflecting on it, I mm. think it flew by compared to 2020. Yep. It yep. flew by, and I can't believe we're already at 2022. And as well, far as the, we're, oh. we're close, but not quite well, you, yet. <laughs> no, you you are a lot closer than we are uh, here in the in the states. You know, we're just there's the whole like you know I try to keep it positive, right? The whole super mantra and all that, right? So I'd like to think that there's some positive things on the horizon. I kind of have my doubts for this year as a whole. I uh-huh, really, uh-huh. you know, I have my doubts. So like, I think that's why we got to look and be as positive as possible because I don't think it's outwardly going to be a super positive year, uh, especially here in the States. We got our midterm elections in, in November. We have, you know, this, the, the illness is raging through the country. I mean, I know I can't even count on the two hands I have how many people I know uh, that are dealing with the illness right now. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, lots of friends that have spent Christmas sick. 
Yeah. Yeah. It sucks to be sick, but it really sucks to like get sent to a hospital, be on a ventilator. And and those are the Uh cases that uh we want to, you know, not have happen. But, you know, so I'm hopeful. I'm always hopeful, but just I don't know. I don't have I don't have the best of feelings going into it. And I I totally agree with you. And I think that we need to be aware of what's coming up, but not focus on it. And I think that that the difference is, yeah, don't focus on that, but be aware so that you can plan. Well, plan as much as possible, right? We, Whilst you can't plan, we know that there's certain things on the horizon. So what are we doing in our business or in our lives to help us when these things happen? Yeah, that's that's always like we try to put a positive spin on everything that we can, even though it's like inside, it's like the the SpongeBob's running around when everything's on fire and (laughs) and nobody can find anything. We know that this is like we're both internalizing and and living it externally. But at the same time, we, we put a smile on our face and try to make the best for us and the people around us all having their own mini SpongeBob freakout moments. Internally. Exactly, exactly. And, um, and I know that <laughs> I definitely had <laughs> one of those, actually multiple of those SpongeBob moments. But, you know, when we had like obviously, well, not obviously, no one knows. We had Christmas and New Year's in lockdown in Australia, like 20 20 sort of coming into 21 so that wasn't for me that wasn't great to have like full lockdown over that that festive period and not see friends and not see family and thought we were sort of on the other side of that and then we're in another four-month lockdown in the year and that the that four-month lockdown I was not in a good place like I got really low which is not like me I can normally you know we all have moments of you know I don't feel great, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we all do, right? But that particular one, yeah, I got kicked kicked to the curb in that lockdown, but we're out the other side. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to put it back out into the chat again because I see we have more people watching now. What is your 2022 goals and or resolutions that you're looking to accomplish for the, you know, the upcoming year? And before we get Brian's put his in there. Yes, we will get to Brian's when we get there. But before we get there, I wanted to go and bring up the story that that came up. Did you have a chance to read this story a little bit? I did have I did have a chance to read this story. I'll be inter- I'm so feeling. interested on in your take here. <laughs> oh, I have very strong opinions about this. You know, from a from my background, and I, as I imagine, you probably do too. I would think we might well, be in the same. Yeah, I'm thinking we're on the same page, but I'm still not 100 <laughs> percent sure. I didn't so- when I read it. I nearly messaged you, but I didn't. We're like, keep it, keep it fresh, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes, ding ding, keep it for the show, right? You got to keep yeah. it fresh for the show. So, so it says a DoorDash employee making four hundred thousand dollars a year complained about a company wide initiative requiring that he personally make one delivery a month. One whole delivery. <laughs> oh my he, goodness. I mean, it probably not could be like da- not even one day. Not yeah, even one day. Not even a whole day. Which day would be a lot. Don't get me wrong, right? I get that because that's a. I mean, if you're especially in a higher position, like there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people counting on you to like do your job and like be uh-huh. available and things of that nature. Depending on where you are in the pecking order, of course, there's a lot of middle management that doesn't need nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, so DoorDash is reinstating the its WeDash program. The program requires staff, including the CEO, to work as delivery drivers at least once a month. One employee who said they make 400000 a year vented on social media about having to do the program. Without going it, like I can link this in the description. I'll try to remember to do so. But oh man, it burns me up that somebody and I'll take I'll take Jen's spot here. You know, in, in honor of her not being here because <laughs> we're missing her. <laughs> yes, this look not look. Entrepreneurship and business ownership is not for everybody, right? It like if it was easy, everybody not. would do it. Everyone mm-hmm. would have their own company, their own work truck, their own this, their own, like everybody would have that thing. You know, having a program that enables your team to experience the pains in the butts that your system provides mm-hmm. is a is a key factor in making change happen. 
I would go as far to say if, you know, people that worked at Disney actually had to call up Disney, like for Walt Disney World to book a vacation, they would change their system in a heartbeat because say waiting online for three hours to have your cell phone crap out or their system crap out on you and die and hang up on you is maddening. And we'll speak mm. about Madden later on in the show because and I didn't write that in the notes, but we're, we got to we got to talk about Madden. It's insane. So having the opportunity to have your team go through the pains and the trials and tribulations, even if it's as small as, hey, Sam, you know, you got to meet your requirement. I need coffee. Let me let me pull off the app and like boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. And all right, go down to the corner and grab coffee and bring it back. Like, OK, it's not like we're asking, you know, you to get in your car wait around like all these DoorDash mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uber Eats people have to wait around in their car waiting for that order to come through or uh, cycling their entire day around those deliveries because yeah you don't have to but you won't get the good deliveries if you don't mm-hmm. you know if you're not a reliable em- employee and I'm putting that in uh-huh. air quotes for people listening at home they're not, that's it, right right they're not employees but if you're not a good contractor or you're not a good you're here for lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on a regular basis. You're not going to get the good routes, routes. Mm-hmm, you know, you're not mm-hmm, going to get the mm-hmm. good deliveries. You're not going to get the good tippers. You're not going to, you're just not going to get those. And it's not going to be as lucrative for you. So, you know, I, as somebody who grew up in a family business that, you know, we have to know every step of the bit, like everything that's going on and cross training people because when someone's out, we have to pick up the slack. There isn't like, oh, well, their assistant will just pick up the slack. It absolutely creates it creates a different you know different mentality and to the person who you know wrote on on social media that they're making four hundred thousand dollars a year they are they are just oh uh, there's a word my grandfather would use if he was still alive today uh, I can't think of the I can't think of the word yuppie you know these yuppies from the Silicon Valley that they're all making you know insane money and and have no care in the world or have no ties to like real life living at, at, at that point mm. just would not understand like they just don't get it that like it's really important look it doesn't even that just turn on the tv and watch undercover undercover boss like uh-huh uh-huh and you guys Absolutely. have a great version of that down in australia as well i've seen a few of those episodes i, th- I think it was in australia oh, i haven't seen that one but yeah, so it, you know where people have to. The boss goes undercover uh, to yeah. to get the story, right? So yeah, I I'm very not ha- like that's. You know, what? if that's a problem, go go find another job. Go be happy somewhere else. I, yeah. I, I'm all for the goal is always to get make everybody happy, right? And if you can't be happy there, there's other places to go be happy. Yeah, I think there's two points for me. Number one is what you're talking about there where, you know, they're the ones that are in the, you know, let's say the head office, creating the systems, creating the procedures, and there's nothing like actually being out there and, you know, discovering it for yourself to understand how things work. So that's the first point which you've covered. But the second point, and we've mentioned this on the last two shows, is the culture. If you're a driver or, you know, if you're a delivery person and you feel that the people at the top are looking down on you, how does that feel? Like it's not creating a cohesive team, right? It's not creating a cult, an inclusive culture. So it's, it's just, it's just wrong. I don't, yeah, it's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think having that, that thing to be able to bond over and, and to be able to have something that's so, I don't want to say simplistic. That's not the word that I'm looking for, but to be able to have a system where you can plug and play people into and like you go do the thing is not the same as saying, well, you know, Billy down in manufacturing has 20 years of experience doing, you know, this part. Yeah. Mr. You know, CFO go down there and do his thing and pretend you could do it as like, that's not, you know, in this case, it's like anybody can pick up food and deliver it. Come on now. Like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to some extent, everybody could do that. So I think it's great to, to have that. And I don't know why it went away in the first place. I didn't, did they mention that at the bottom of the article? I don't, I didn't read that part at all. I'm going to, I'm going to guess. But I may, I may but, have, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. What was interesting is as I was reading that article, there was a a conversation that I was involved, well, actually it wasn't, with the family 
on Christmas Day. And one of our family members, actually a few of them work for one of the big grocery chains here in Australia. And at Christmas time, so Christmas week, obviously in food is extremely, extremely busy. And it's, you know, it's not a kind of a slowly ramp up kind of thing. It's just like two days before Christmas, you know, their sales go through the roof, they get completely hit. So it's company policy that people in head office head to the stores and help out just for one of those days. And they were saying that generally these people from head office come in, they come in late, they come in with a coffee, they do kind of like one thing and then they just like they walk off. And it's creating a huge them and us culture. Well, it's stuck because it's just the way that this company has been running for years. And I just think that by not addressing that problem, that the culture in these companies is going to be hurt so much more than just you know, that one day and that one thing. Again, we've talked about that the last couple of weeks, but culture is so important. It affects so much. A hundred percent. It, you know, and it can be, it's easy to overlook it, right? It's easy uh-huh. to think like, oh, well, we have people that have, and, and and we were guilty of this back at the, in the Pardo truck parts days where it's like, well, we've had people work here for like 20 years and we must be doing something right and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but the culture, like when you talk to those people, they're not particularly happy about a lot of the things that are happening in the day-to-day interactions with between the company and you. And part of the problem, not all the problem, but part of that problem might be, you know, the lack of ability to just jump ship and go somewhere else because of the niche that we were in, right? We we had that as a piece of the puzzle that wasn't as simple as like, Oh, I'll just go get another start. You know, I'll just go work at one of the other 10 coffee shops or I'll go work at one of the other fast food chains, except in the case where, uh, what was it? McDonald's. I think it was, was like having basically kids quote unquote sign non-compete contracts. So they couldn't go work at Wendy's. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah, I I think I talked about this in one of the entrepreneurs videos. Um, yeah. And it's like, Whoa, like, how are you, there's no company secrets being shared at the burger flipping level here that, uh, or even the cast register, the cast, anybody that's not a manager, maybe, maybe it's just a manager, but probably not. Yeah. No, you're just, it's just, it's cruel. It's cruel to do anything like that. So the, Brian Little asked a question about investing. And look, I am not the investing guy. That is very much Graham Stephan. That is very much, you know, meet Kevin and some of the other, oh, what's that other Ty? Not Ty. Trey. Trey's trades. Uh, he's great for that stuff. But I did look it up, the question up on Google to get an answer so we could at least have some cancer. So his question was, <laughs> was do short, I'm just being transparent here. Look, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's one thing. Smart. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, this is literally going to come from Intuit TurboTax is the, is the answer. He asked, uh, do short-term capital gains actually hurt you or you come tax season, swing trading, etc.? And according to them, you typically, according to Intuit TurboTax, I'll pull it up here. You typically do not benefit from any special tax rate on short-term capital gains. Instead, these profits are usually taxed at the same rate as your ordinary income this tax rate is based on your income and filing status. Other items to note about short-term capital gains. The holding period begins ticking from the day after you acquire the asset up to and including the day you sell it. For 2021, ordinary tax rate range 10% to 37%, depending on your income and filing status. Now, what I can say... Oh, you probably couldn't even read that because I had the question up. So what I can say about this, though, is that the... I would say the general best practices that I've learned from watching a lot of these people and some of my friends that do invest more than I do or more in the day trading side, I should say, is it's, you know, really generally better to just buy and hold, buy and hold, because then you're not falling to that tax, that tax thing, at least until they change the capital gains tax rules. If they change the capital gains tax rules in 2022, and hopefully not, because I, I think the, the you know the the question of it going up to like 40 percent is 
kind of insane. And I could go down a whole rabbit hole on, on taxes as far as, you know, like what I talked about this in the entrepreneurs where Elon Musk was talking about like, you know, how can they tax things that are unrealized? Like I bought a painting. So the painting went from being $1 million to $2 million. And now you're going to tax me on that capital gains of $2 million, but it's not been a, it's not really been assessed. It's not been realized. And until somebody actually buys it, how can we like, how am I supposed to come up with the money for that? So basically what you're saying is just don't buy it. Don't like, don't invest anything anywhere because you're going to tax me on the, not just paintings, but on stocks, say on anything basically that goes up in value. I think that, well, obviously our um, tax system is different in Australia, but I would definitely be consulting your accountant on that. In Australia, we would just, you know, checking because they know your numbers, they know where you're sitting, you know, they can help you make sure that you're purchasing your, your investments in the right structures, blah, blah, blah. So I think that getting specific advice and having an, um, some sort of advisor that you can trust and work with continually, not just on a one-off question, but continually working with is what, what I would suggest. Because you, you can make a lot of mistakes. Uh, yeah, yes. And then you can end up owing on those mistakes. And this is, a, I mean, this chart here from 2020, I mean, shows that like, unless you're making a significant amount of money on those investments, it's probably not going to make much of a difference. Because you also have to remember that it's only on the, the the gains in which you're you're gaining. You also can take on those credit, like tax credits, if you will, for the for the losses, right? So you, yeah. At, but at the end of the day, Sam's right. Consult a an actual accountant, Brian. I have a couple of accountants I can recommend to you here in the states that do really good tax preparation stuff. If you're falling into a category that's like, you know, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, as a swing versus like, oh, I made five grand. <laughs> like nobody, at least as of today, nobody is going to be chasing you down. Though there was talks of that happening as well here in the States where they were like, oh, if you do anything with that, like literally anything on Vemo over, I don't know, six grand a year or something like that, was going to be taxed and it's like is it really worth the effort to go through <laughs> are we are we really doing our, the best we can here but so there was a question brought up here by al who said did y'all hear or did you did i guess y'all i guess yeah uh y'all hear about <laughs> giving their employees a hundred and eighty thousand dollar bonus so they don't go to the metaverse. No way. Now, I did not I hear about this. I <laughs> heard about that. So, of course, I Googled it here. And, yeah, their top engineer's bonus is $180,000 to curtail defections to meta. And wow. All, yeah. So that ding ding on Apple's part for recognizing yeah. that they w might have a huge problem on their hand if a whole bunch of their people just up and left. Now, $180,000... Up, oh, I guess that's up of. I guess this would be up to one hundred eighty thousand. So that doesn't mean everybody got one hundred eighty thousand dollars. That's a decent amount. It is. It is. But you might. You know. You still have to be. I'm curious. So without reading about it, what stipulations? You know, come. So it said many of the engineers received amounts roughly eighty thousand, hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand in shares. Said the people who asked not to be identified because the program isn't public. The perk was. Presented by managers as a reward for high performers. A representative of Cupertino, California-based company declined to comment. You mean Apple? I don't. What's the point of that? I don't. I never understood that that way of framing things. Apple is waging a talent war now. I, now, for anyone who doesn't know, they did have that poaching, the anti-compete poaching thing from like a number of years ago, where they all agreed to like not poach each other, and then that that got busted up, fortunately. But I don't know if that's. I don't even know if that's enough to like keep people on. People that are unhappy are going to be unhappy. Now, one that thing I think maybe makes a bigger difference is Apple not pushing people back into the into the office. You know, not not that a hundred thousand dollars doesn't speak a lot of you know speak volumes, but when it comes to people being happy, like I could program here or I could program over there. Like one's pushing well, me to come it, into work and one's not. Well, if they are happy already, that's a really nice bonus to receive. Yes. That's that's absolutely. a different conversation, right? Whether they're happy mm -hmm. or whether they're not happy. But I don't know. I'm all for it. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, Apple's one of the richest companies on the planet. Like, I'm definitely open to them making sure that they take care of their employees above and beyond and competing. Because, I mean, that's all part of the competition, right, in business. And making sure that you keep your people happy and, and talent fed is making sure that you offer things that, like, nobody else is offering and going above mm-hmm. and beyond and raising the stakes. Because at the end of the day, who benefits? The little people. And mm-hmm. I put that in quotes, too. But the little people, mm-hmm. you know, that like, okay, you're an engineer. It doesn't mean you're going to be the next Steve Jobs. It just means you're, it means you're an engineer, right? And you got mm-hmm. bills to pay, a family to feed, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm. it's not the, you know, again, not everybody's going to go off and be the next, just because you're an engineer, be the next Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs, or Hewlett Packard. Uh, I know, I know a few Packard. people that work for Apple and they love it. They absolutely love it. They're not engineers. And obviously it's Apple Australia, but, the people that I know that are there would they would have to have some amazing opportunity for them to leave because they're super happy there. Yeah. Yeah. So Locutus says, I work for one of the UK's largest supermarkets. They have been worried about the rise of Aldi and Little, which we have both of them here in the States. Uh, Little's, well, I don't know if they've been in the States longer, but in our local area, they've been like in the Philly area. There's a couple of them that have cropped up. So they have been cutting... Cu- They've been cost cutting like crazy the last few years. And what happens when there is a senior management inspection, they stock all the shelves, make sure everything is in place, Mm -hmm. is clean and tidy. When the managers come to check the store, they think that they have too many staff because everything is full and the store is tidy. Mm -hmm. I know that happens here in Australia too. And I know that when Leon was, he was working for a large supermarket chain. And when he was a group manager, he would actually tell his store managers not to do that. He wanted to see how it looked, you know, at all times, not have some sort of fake representation on one day of what was going on. So, um, yeah. I, you know, and that takes a lot of, I'm trying to think of a clean word to say it. That takes a a lot of gumption and a lot of integrity to do that and a lot of courage and confidence that they're not going to walk in and be like, you you knew we were coming and you did nothing. You're fired. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like Mm -hmm. that's the and that's where the that we kind of got into this. I think last week, I think Al asked about. Uh, CEOs not owning the company, mm-hmm, like they don't mm-hmm. own it. They don't have like skin in the game with the company, but they're the CEO of the company. And, and that's, it's similar along the same lines of like, you know, if you are dependent, if you're a manager of that store and you're dependent on that amount of money to be mm-hmm. coming in, you're a lot less likely to take risks. You're a lot less likely to tell people they're wrong. You're a lot less likely to do the mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. thing and investigate to find what the right thing is because your livelihood is dependent on it, right? Yeah. So it's it it becomes a tricky situation of, you know, is is what the person that who's in charge are they are they capable of doing the right thing? Now it can go the opposite way too, where we see it in sports all the time, where people, oh, you make a hundred, you know, you made one hundred and forty million dollars, like. Do they need to throw the ball that well? Do they really need to be like, you know, and say 80 million of that's guaranteed. So it's like they could literally break their arms and legs tomorrow and their career is over. Mm-hmm, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because at least they have, they're walking away with, you know, 50 to $80 million. Crazy. It is. Senior managers need to inspect the place without announcement. They need to see what the place. Yeah, I'm going to say what the place is. Uh, here you go. What the place Looks, looks like, like during, during a surprise. surprise yeah, visit. there should be surprise yeah. visits. You know, that's why they have secret shoppers and things like that. I know that's a pretty big industry, actually, that you can get paid for to go and be a secret shopper for companies. Now, speaking of secrets, let's talk 2022 and the secrets. Well, all right, before we get to 2022, let's say something nice about 2021. Do we have, do we have anything? Can anybody in the comments say anything <laughs> nice? Oh, come on, there's lots, there's lots. There's, you know, that's what I, that's how we started the show. We need to acknowledge the good things that have happened in between the other stuff. Let's just say that. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah. I know for me, one of like on a personal level, you know, 
my personal trainer moved to a different state right as lockdown happened. I could have easily, easily dropped the bundle, but I kept training with her over Zoom and have been twice a week. And I'm so glad I did because that is the thing that actually got me through that crazy lockdown was knowing that, you know, I had to show up and do my personal training session twice a week. And, you know, definitely it was interesting. She sent me a photo yesterday. We had our last session of the year of the screen when I wasn't kind of watching, when I was too busy huffing and puffing and doing what I was doing. But, you know, it was nice to see what you know, how that's planned out or how it's turned out, I should say, because especially something with like fitness or health, sometimes it can feel like you're not getting anywhere because it happens so slowly. So it's really, really cool to to actually stop and go, wow, that's where I was at the start of the year. That's how I finished the year. I'm impressed. I'm happy with that. I'm really proud of myself for finishing the year like that. So that's that's one of my personal wins. I love that. You want me to play the, play the celebration music? That's probably oh, too loud. Yes, yes that's the celebration music. <laughs> I don't get to play that that often. And I should probably lower that a little bit. But, you know, for me, I'm going to say, you know, an, another year in the books getting to, to spend time, more time with my family than I would, you know, normally would have been prior to 2020, March 2020. And combine that with the the growth of the the YouTube channel and the growth of indie podcon, and yeah, I mean that's I mean those are probably the nicest things I could say about twenty twenty one. That and it, it went it flew by. So yeah, it did. Uh, it did. But you've had that. There's some amazing wins there, and isn't it interesting that this is a business show, and we're both you and I both eat, breathe love business, right? Like we really do love business. But the first thing that both of us said was a win that was a personal win. And I think that's really important to to realize that as much, you know, that we have this whole life and business is just part of it. And as much as we love it, we, you and I, and I know Jen is exactly the same. That's why she's not here. She's hanging out with Thor. And I think that's really cool. You know, we make sure that we look after ourselves and so that we can, you know, really you know, have this amazing life. That's why we go into business. Can I just point out, she hasn't been in the comments. So that means she's actually doing what she's supposed to be doing, Excellent. which is awesome. <laughs> you know, I, at least I assume she's not just lurking, uh, uh, you know, in the comments. But <laughs> the, yeah, so I think that is, that is huge, right? And it's uh, so, it's so important that we figure out what's, you know, what's important to us and weight that against the things that we enjoy and love doing. And yeah, business 100%. Like that's, it's everything, (laughs) you know, it's life for a certain, to a certain point. But at the same point, we, what makes us different is there are our passion for it, making sure that it's not our lifestyle too. Like like people that I grew up around, like my, my grandfather, my great uncle, my great grandfather, my dad, like, you know, finding that, that balance and, and, and enjoying what we do at the same time. Like that's like the totally, number one thing. Totally. But having boundaries. But trying boundaries. to at least, right? And, yeah. and it's not always going to, it's not always perfect. No. Not always perfect. Locuta says, well, at work, I was awarded Christmas service oh, superstar. That's awesome. A rare and difficult award to win. That is awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. So that, good. That is awesome. That goes, that just goes so far. Like, that reminds me of like whenever I walk into a like a cell phone store, like my cell phone provider store or or really like anywhere and I get like excellent service, that's it just stands out to me. And I actually I I actually requested to talk to the manager on behalf of somebody to to compliment them the other day. I don't know if I said this last it was I think it was last week, but I don't know if I said it on the show last week. I was so so impressed with with this this team member's like attitude she was by herself running the counter like running all the all the cash registers at once by herself at at a best buy and she was just doing it all and she's like oh like i'm gonna go back there and find that that thing i was like no 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 i was like you you just stay there take care of the customers here i'm fine i'm not in a rush it's okay it's gonna happen the way and then the manager came i was like look she she is awesome like she needs she needs a more support 
but B, raise more responsibilities, training other people on how to be nice and how to be cool under pressure when there's like seven people that just keep backing up and she's the only person working at the counter at the time. Like that's the kind of that's wow. the kind of stuff that just goes so far. And I and I and I just appreciate it. And that's the kind of people it's like, I want to be like, do you want a job? Because <laughs> I yeah. you know, we need more people like you on Absolutely. our team. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, finding those kinds of situations and pointing them out. But well, I hope undercover boss shows up at her work one day. Then, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, okay, so we said something nice. Was there a favorite thing that we have that's come across in twenty twenty one? Definitely, for me, the the biggest thing that's happened this year is stepping into, I guess, the more spiritual side or showing it. It's always something that I've had behind the scenes. You know about it, Joe. There's been mm-hmm. many conversations where you're like, yeah, I don't know, Sam. And I think that there's a lot of other people in my world that have said the same thing. So I've kind of kept it hidden and behind the scenes where this year I went, no, I do need to step into that. I do need people to know that this is how I run my business, that I am very systems and process driven and I'm all about knowing the numbers and the KPIs. But then there's this other side that I use to holistically bring everything together in the more spiritual side and specifically the use of human design and how how I tap into that and tapping into our energy and how that works. So that was the biggest win for me this year is to come out of the come out of the spiritual closet and actually share with people, hey, this is what I do and getting amazing, amazing results with my clients and also like I know this is just so crazy, but attracting more people that believe in the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to talk about that a little bit because that was actually, I think that was the thing from the beginning of the show that I meant to think about to write down that I didn't write down was the (laughs) the change that you made to your podcast Uh and how you came up with that thought process. and, And well, you kind of talked a little bit about that, but talk about the change. Yeah, so my podcast that I'd had far out for a few years anyway, I can't remember what year I started it, was Thought Leaders Business Lab. I do work with emerging thought leaders. I help them to to build, you know, million-dollar businesses. That's what I help them to do. But I felt like that was just a small part of what I did. And like I just mentioned, we I talk a lot about energy and human design, which is our unique energetic blueprint. So I had this feeling during the year that maybe I could tighten that message a little bit to really attract the right people that also believed in that same thing. So I had a conversation with quite a few people, actually. I think you and I even had a conversation of, you know, I'm thinking about rebranding the podcast. Is it a smart move? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And had been toying with it for a few months. But then a really good friend of mine, Melanie Benson, was having a chat with me and she helped me to really, really unpack what it is that I do. And it really essentially is help people to build more influence. So, uh, yeah, rebranded the podcast Influence by Design, still talking about the same, the same, you know, marketing and strategy and all of the things about how to grow your business, but started to bring in more of those conversations around energy and spirituality and how that all comes together. And super happy. As soon as I did it, you know, what's interesting. Downloads went straight up. Isn't that interesting? Well, we talk about niching all the time and avatar building and and all these types of things that it can be easy to talk about. It's sometimes it's not easy to sit down and actually like do it and put it into practice and and then look at like, oh, but does all my people really fit into this that are currently say listening to my show or or trafficking my business and that kind of stuff and sometimes you you have to be willing to let go of what you have to get something better right and right and i'm really glad you said that because there was this exciting time of like yep we're going to rebrand and team meeting and guys this is what we're going to do we need to put together a a campaign to roll this you know the rebrand out exciting 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 until the day before and i got this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach of what if I have done the wrong thing? What if I lose all of my listeners? Like, you know, there was that it was scary. And even like the day that we did that relaunch, I was like, oh, what's gonna happen? You know, it's great to sit on this side, 
and say it all went well. But let me tell you, there was a couple of days there where I really, really questioned whether I'd lost my marbles. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, and hey, Lou, happy new year. Good to see hey, you in the happy chat. New year, Lou. And I've been through that conversation through, you know, myself with my shows over the years and what I want to do and my businesses and things like that. And I'll tell you, each time you do it, it just gets easier. Right. Mm. And, and it gets less frightening. And, and you just know that it's, you know, anytime I've even just as recently as a month and a half ago when I was doing the entrepreneurs like five days a week. And then I was like, yeah, like I'm seeing the numbers. I'm not getting enough traction for the amount of time I'm putting in. Not that I'm putting in like countless hours, but I'm just not getting that traction there that I, that, that would justify me in, investing a few more hours to make mm-hmm. it even better. <laughs> And and it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to cut it off for now. And I can always come back and yeah. do it. And, and I have plans to actually potentially do that. But it's got to be it's got to be the right, you know, the right thing. It's got to be the right mix. Well, look, we did it with this show, right? We started the year with Business Geeks. We took a, a hiatus for most of the year because we were all a little yep. bit burnt out, needed to regroup and get some energy back and and come back. And we've and that space that we all took has in enabled us to come back with a slightly different format which all three of us are loving we're loving this new format we've talked a lot about it you know behind the scenes so being able to step away and take a breath is is you know a a really great thing a hundred percent and that's awesome to hear lou it's it's always great that we can offer up timely uh, when we're reading your mind it's it's okay. Oh, a relaunch, Lou. <laughs> if you want any help, I've just yeah. been through it. Send me a message. <laughs> uh, we uh, oh. we had a lot of – I'm actually really proud of how the team pulled our relaunch together. It was really good. And the amount of people that were reaching out going, oh, my goodness, I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, did really well. A hundred percent. That's that is awesome, and it looks great. And you, you know, it's more true to to what you are, and you're you're happy about it, right? And yeah. that's, I mean, that's really the important thing. Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm of the camp, but everybody can be happy. It might not be with you. It might not be with your, you know, how yeah. things are right now. But like everybody deserves to be happy, and that requires sometimes a, a big big change, big shift, sometimes a little shift to to make it happen. I mean, with me with the entrepreneurs, I got burned out because. Not only was I doing it five days a week, plus I was doing all the reaction videos, but uh, like just the news in general, like there was just so many negative mm, things. I'm so trying to like, spin it to be a ha- like hopeful or positive like outlook in some way, shape, or form, and it's just like it was it was literally draining me from the inside. Yeah, out. not cool. But mm. I would love to hear your big win. What's your big win of or t- stand out for 2021, Joe? So my my. Favorite thing of 2021, I, I so I think my my goal. F- well, we'll get to our words for 2022, our theme words. But uh, you know, my theme word for for 2021 was consistency, and and uh-huh. I my favorite thing was that I actually was able to accomplish that this year was get consistent and really make an impact with you know what what i've been able to build here with the channel so i my favorite thing would be youtube right and really committing and diving deep into it and and not enabling myself to feel guilty that like oh i'm underserving my podcast or anything like that my podcast talents have actually gone up too even though i'm not posting on the regular there day in and day out so it all it all kind of comes together and consistency was the was my you know my ability to be as consistent as I possibly could, but also giving myself the space where there was you know I've I've shifted my release schedule based on like the YouTube algorithm, so it's like you know my goal is to release it like five days a week, eleven a.m. Eastern, five days a week, right? But that doesn't always pan out, and when it doesn't pan out, I'm not like ready to you know jump mm, off the bridge mm-hmm, over it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so giving myself the space to say, you know what? It's just not, it's not, it's not even necessary. It's not even necessarily necessary to feel like that because the, the algorithm is taking care of things at the same time. And yeah, I, one thing I did want to address uh, before we get to the theme word for 2022. So I did have a computer problem that earlier this week I posted, I didn't post about it on Facebook or Instagram. I did post about it on, on YouTube in the community, like a community blog post my my Windows 10 Explorer decided that it did, no longer wanted to operate the way it was supposed to operate. 
and I actually had to format my computer. And while I have a lot of stuff backed up, like almost like 98.9% of the mm-hmm, stuff backed mm-hmm. up, I it took like a day and a half to like get all of my settings in line so I could get start getting back to making videos. And my hope, and I was hoping to do it today, but it just didn't didn't pan out. Hopefully tomorrow I will start being able to shoot some videos again and but Monday we'll be releasing some new reaction videos and things of that nature. So hopefully that will be a thing. Yes. Uh, I did some tests and I was able to get those tests through YouTube. But YouTube's been taking care of me and the and the views have actually been sloping upwards you know trending upwards nice. so yeah so it's like even though i haven't released a video since monday it's not the end of the world yeah theme word for 2022 what's yours sam mm, mine's wealth well uh, yeah and this is all about me so our when i pick a theme word I use it as the lens that I make decisions in all of my life. So I've seen some posts on Facebook this year that people pick, you know, business words and personal words and all these different words. And I'm like, no, I just pick one word and it's the lens that we, that we make all decisions through. So for me, wealth is where am I making the investments in my life that are going to give me the long-term results that Mm. are going to look after me forever. So it's like, you know, the, from the food we eat to, you know, our, our health, where we're living, our, you know, our investments so that we're being looked after financially as we, you know, get older. Yeah, that that's our word. That, so really, really focusing in on making sure that, that we're setting things up for the future. That, that's, that's our word. I like that. That's it's not actually too far off from where I don't think I don't know that I have a single word, but it's the theme for me this year is like financial fixing and mm-hmm. and because i i have accrued so much debt since having our first kid back in 20, 2016 and it this is the year that i i want to actually get like everything back on track cuz like i was financially set you know and, and and like never really had credit cards i had like one credit card for a nut, like the I don't know the first ten years of my adult almost ten years of my adult life or so, you know I, it just wasn't a thing for me. So, but then we had kids, we needed more money, and thing you know things have just kind of like got super off the rails. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I started to fix most of the problem the middle of last of this past year of this year, I guess this year. So you know, so my my goal is to financially fix those the rest of it, hopefully by the end of this year, not to be 100% debt free, because like that to me, isn't super realistic in the near in the near, you know, I have a mortgage. Well, also and things like that. not really great. Like if you're good with money, you understand you don't actually need to be debt free, right? You just need to be smart about how you use it. Yeah, 100%. And I, look, I always say like, the, you know, the first rule is use if you can use somebody else's money, use somebody else's money. If you can get zero percent mm-hmm. interest, use somebody mm-hmm. else's money. You got to be responsible. Don't be yep. dumb. Don't make yep. bad decisions like Joe, like Joe has in the last, <laughs> you know, five, four or five years. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, look, I know what I need to, to do it and I know that I can. I just haven't. And because it's, it's just one, one medical bill. I mean, it's like, a constant like with kids it's just one constant stream of medical bills coming through the system every doctor's visit any medications all that stuff but just mm-hmm, non-stop mm-hmm. you know unexpected bills so want to get through that and 2022 fixing the my financial situation so that I, I can get back on track to where i was and feel more confident where i'm at and where i'm going and that's being totally transparent like i'm you know just being 100 percent honest with it yeah, yeah. What yes. is so in the Ooh. comments in the chat, what is your what is your theme word for 2022 as well as what is your goal or goals for 2022? Lou so says f- his is to re hashtag rebuild. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Get the foundations nice and strong. And the John's in there as well. His word for 2022 is legacy. Love ding, that. Ding. Love it, love it, love it. Locuta says, I used to work in a bank and I applied for one of their credit cards as I needed one as the bank didn't issue Visa or Master debit cards. They refused me a credit card for some reason. You know, when I was getting, when I was buying this house, I actually didn't, 
I don't think I even had a credit card to my name at the time. And they were like, yeah, you should probably go, like, go and do that. So they're like, oh, go to JCPenney's because they get, I think it was JCPenney's or Kohl's, one or the other. They give cards to everybody. Everybody gets a car. I went there. I got declined. Everybody except for Joe. <laughs> everybody except for Joe. And I'm like, oh, man, I've never missed the payment. Like I had uh, a car payment, I think, at the time, a motorcycle payment at the time. You know, it just, yeah, it just, it was not great for me. But since then, you know, I, I, I still never miss a payment. So it's not, I'm not trying to fix my credit score. My credit score is fine. It's just overextended. And that's one of the things financial fix. I don't know if that's the, if that's the term, but finance fix needs to, needs to be fixed. Yeah, banks can do some crazy things back. When we, we sold our house for our first business back in, back in the nineties, we had sort of paid, you know, paid off all our debt and we were renting. We had no credit cards. Like we were just, we were just, you know, paying for everything. And it got to a point where we were ready to buy our next house and the bank's like, there's no, we can't see that you can pay anything. So we had, it was crazy. We went and bought a new car so that we could show that we could make payments and then we could buy a house. I I don't think the banks would do that in Australia these days, but banks. I think a lot of things have changed. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. And not not even, you know, when I bought this house, it was 2009. So even from like 2000 to 2009, things had changed. And in two that you know even today from 2009 things have definitely you know it's always evolving as to what they want and how like i don't know that i could do it today i look i i don't know that i could make it work mm, today mm. if i had to go and, and buy a house so like fortunately i already have that base covered um yes very you know for very very fortunate very very blessed to be it's able to, to do now. that so definitely different now. what is what is one of your goals for 2022, Sam? Oh, one of our goals business wise, I have set a pretty hefty goal to have, you know, a certain number. Uh, I said I want a certain number of people in my in my program. So that's business wise. We've set that goal. Personal, definitely want to buy a new house this year. Oh, mm. Lou bought a house. Nice. Yeah, congratulations. Was that up here or down in down in Florida, where I know you you tend to to be? Locuta says I spoke to my manager about it, and he said go and see so and so in new business and explain the situation. I explained the situation to the new business manager, and she said reapply and give the application to her to approve. She got the application to be approved, but she said sometimes the only way you can get credit is if you go into debt. Ah, same and, as my story. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. It well, I mean, and that's the thing is if you don't have I know like my grandfather ran into that kind of issue where he had nothing in his name. So so when it was time for him to actually go and use credit for something, he had nothing. I mean, he had the business, but that wasn't in I mean, it was it wasn't an LLC, so it was, it, was in, it wasn't in his personal name. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. his personal name, so he you know, it became a problem like when he actually needed to get some money borrowed mm-hmm. because things weren't like the old days where it's just like, "Oh yeah, let me just rubber stamp that for you." Like it's no big deal. I mean, I mean, I ran into this when I first got my, my LLC. I went to my bank and I said, hey, like, I know the manager. We've been dealing with this bank for a long, long time in the family and all that. And I was like, hey, I, can I get a credit card, even if it's just like a couple hundred bucks for the business name? And she's like, well, I, I tried. And they, they said, no, come back in a year. And I'm like, really? Like, you can't, you're worried about like 200, 300 bucks? Like, I'm. I'll personally guarantee it. It's not like it's a ton of money. I'm I'm not asking for a ten thousand dollar credit card, you know, limit credit card or something. Like, give me something so I can can build it. But you know, they they want to see you know the financials and stuff after a year. Blah 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 blah. So sometimes it's it is more complicated than than even just knowing the people, right? And and being able to just like, oh yeah yeah, yeah you're good. I'll just and that was a rubber stamping motion, not the other motion. Um, <laughs> Which is good because that's what I thought it was. <laughs> it, yes, that was the wrong same question. Uh, anyway, 
My goal for 2022, yes, goals for 2022, business-wise, continue to blow up the YouTube channel, the coaching business, consulting business, and and continue to grow shopsuperjoe.com, which somebody in my comments reminded me. They said, oh, you know, I love the fact that you, you stick, you know, you stay to the video and you, you know, I don't even know if you sell anything. And I'm like, I'm literally wearing a shirt and there's a book with my name. You can barely (laughs) see the name on the book, but there's a book behind me and there's a big banner in most of my videos that say shopsuperjoe.com and it's right there in the description. But hey, I guess I need to be a little more like, hey, go to shopsuperjoe.com and get yourself a super entrepreneur shirt or one of the other like 15 designs or whatever that's on there. Anyway, point being is 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 that is one of my that is the my business goal is to expand all of that and grow a couple different revenue streams through that. I would say the other thing is, is, and I don't know if we're going to be able to pull it off, but I would love to have Indie PodCon in person this year uh, in September. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I kind of already feel like the plug is already kind of being pulled before yeah. it's pulled. But maybe that's just me not being optimistic enough that by September, apparently, you know, every, but it's not even September because people need time to book flights. People need time to feel confident. People need time to to get hotels like it's not you know a local conference by any means i mean sam's been here mm-hmm. to, to philadelphia before for it from australia so we have an international audience that does come now i don't know that that will happen by september but at least we have people flying in from all over the country as well so it's mm-hmm. a you know there's more moving parts to it than just like oh cool we have this local thing and people just show up so my hope is that nice Sending all the good vibes, all the good healthy vibes. Thank you. Thank you. Lou says, took me all of 2020 to strengthen my credit. And in December 31st, 2020, I signed the contract on this build. They finished it in July and I moved in this summer. Ding, ding. Congratulations, Lou. Love it. Love hearing that. Consistency. Uh, So do you know who John Madden is, Sam? No, I did see something <laughs> pop up in my news feed yesterday and I felt like I should know who that person is and I don't. Oh, man. Well, Leon knows who that is because I'm sure he's I'm played sure the Madden he football games. I'm sure he would. That's the only way that I knew the name was from the fo- the games. But I'm going to bow out and let you take over right here. <laughs> well, so he, you know, is iconic in so many ways. And listening to the radio, like the sports talk radio here in Philly, the last few days, people talked about things. I I mean, I didn't know much about his background because he, you know, by the time he, his last game, I think that he called was in the beginning of 2009, was a Super Bowl in 2009. And I didn't really get into football, like really get into football until like 2004. So there was only like a five year span where like I would see him on TV and like, and all that. But obviously I knew the games from being a kid going back to the 90s, like early 90s and all that. But I didn't know all of the things. Ironically, they actually did a full on documentary about his life that released on Christmas Day. And then he passes away on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Wow. Um, yeah. And apparently it was unexpected. They, they, I don't know that they've released what he, he passed away from. But the reason I wanted to bring it up was because he... So one of the things that he did that nobody else did was, at least at the time, was inject simplicity into a game that is very much complicated. And and he would use the Telestrator, was one of the first people to use a Telestrator, like where you get the right on the screen and like, mm-hmm, and he would mm-hmm. use it in such a goofy way to like tell jokes and like make fun of things and like draw like cartoon characters and stuff. Turdur, was it a turducken where you take a turkey and put it inside of a, or a duck inside duck? of a turkey? Yes, inside of a turkey. And and chicken as well. Yes. Turkey, 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 duck, and chicken. chicken. Yes. And he he, (laughs) says like a turkey with six legs. (laughs) Yeah. So, he, you know, he just had this way of being really charismatic, but at the same time, be able to bring things down to a level that people could understand and really helped enable a generation, a couple generations of, of, of fans of football, of the sport. That's it's a complicated sport. There's a lot of rules and a lot of things going on and breaking it down to a, a really basic level for people to enjoy. And I was wondering, was there somebody that you could think of that would fall under that? Like, you know, they, they took something and made it simple and you know, ch- effectively changed the the course of time with it. 
Oh, wow. Joe. If you can't think of one, I'll give you one. It's a really easy one. It's really low-hanging fruit. I guess Ray Kroc is the first person that I think of in that same way, but... Not who I was going to say. <laughs> who, tell me who you were going to say. Steve Jobs, right? The, yeah. the te- Breaking technology down to a simplistic art form and enabling yeah. people to, you know, obviously he, you know, Steve Wozniak was the one who actually made that happen. But if it wasn't for Steve Jobs, then that wouldn't have been a thing. He would have just been yeah. fine programming yeah. his, uh, you know, programming his days away. That's right. Like he he was a good program, obviously, but Steve Jobs was the one that that pushed it to go in the way that it did. And Ray Kroc is a great great example from McDonald's for people who haven't watched the founder or know anything about that. Lou says the Beatles. Yes, Ooh, that's I, a bit thinking know, outside the box. I like it. It is. You know, growing up, I wasn't a Beatles fan, and now I appreciate it more than I did growing up. As I don't know why. I I guess. I felt it was maybe too hipsterish as a teenager to to be like, oh yeah, the Beatles. Like, okay, great. Like, I want to hold your hand, <laughs> hooray! But, but like later on in life, you know, realizing like, oh wow, like there's an awful lot of magic that was happening there that you know transcended mu- the music scape, musical scape. Mm, mm. Their background story of how they got there is very cool, but we'll do that on another day because we are really... Very much out of time. Yes, I (laughs) very much agree. Uh, But we have just enough time to thank our sponsor, which is yourpodcastconcierge.com. Thank you so much, Leon, for going through editing these podcast episodes for us and getting them up over at businessgeekspodcast.com. It's an absolute pleasure. If you have a podcast and you want to get it up, on the internet, get it edited, and you don't want to have to do all that that headache work that I've done for numbers and numbers of years at this point, go to your podcastconcierge.com. I hope I said it right. It's not my my you did. I you did, did say it right. You got ding, it right ding. this week. Ding, ding. That's a great way to round out 2021. I think it's the first time you've got it right. But will I get the time right? Hey. Oh. Join us next week for... Uh, what was it? Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Time on Friday, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Time here on the Business Geeks Podcast. Hope you have an amazing new year, everybody. Happy Take new care, year, be safe. everyone. Stay away from the virus, please, for everybody's sake.